0: Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, practical Buddhism for the modern world. Each week, I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Toward Light podcast. Today, I'm going to give the talk that I need to hear. I'm going to talk about patience. The Pali word is Kanti. Right before I sat down to record this, I was walking the dog and snapped at somebody for not wearing a mask. Even though I've been reading about patience all day and practicing it, it still can be quite elusive for me. And I don't know if any of you have that experience, but I thought it would be important to talk about. Patience is listed as one of the 10 paramis. In the teachings, the Buddha talked about these 10 different qualities in different ways, but they weren't grouped into a list until one of the commentaries. And these paramis are dana, generosity, sila, ethical conduct, nekama, renunciation, panya, wisdom, virya, energy, kanti, patience, saka, honesty, Aritana determination, Mata kindness, and Upaka equanimity. And I've definitely touched on many of these topics throughout the different episodes. And these are all threads throughout many of the teachings. I felt it important to highlight patience today because like I said, I need it. On Saturday, we had a day where sort of everything we did required some patience. And we went to the car wash and it took A really long time. And then we went to a car dealership. And even though our transaction was fairly simple, it still took three hours to trade in our car and get a new car. And then we went to dinner and we had to wait a long time for service. So there was sort of a day where it felt like I was being reminded about how important patience is. It's very important to understand the relationship between patience and acceptance. When patience is absent, it means we're not accepting the present moment as it is. So when I'm impatient in the car wash line, I'm not accepting the fact that, oh, of course, it's Saturday, everyone's getting their car washed. I'm not accepting that this is where I am. I'm wanting it to be different in some way. Sally Armstrong says, patience allows us to be with things as they actually are. And there's a link between patience, acceptance, and mindfulness. So mindfulness is about paying attention to the present moment experience, not trying to change it, so accepting it, and seeing what might be getting in the way of our capacity to be present. Deepa Ma said, patience is one of the most important virtues for developing mindfulness and concentration. Bhante says, mindfulness does not react to what it sees. It just sees and understands. Mindfulness is the essence of patience. So click into that for a second. When you're doing your mindfulness practice, whether it's during a meditation period or out in the world, can you see how there's some patience intertwined with that? That there's a willingness to let things unfold as they unfold. That there is a level of not even waiting, just letting things be. When I'm trying to remind myself my capacity to be mindful or to be patient I often do a reflection practice where I'll bring up memories of times when I felt especially mindful or especially patient. The one that's coming to mind right now is I was leading a therapeutic group and a member of the group was very angry with me. And I remember just allowing them to share their anger with me and to sit with it and be mindful of my body and how I was receiving their words And when I started to get a little bit impatient because I felt like they weren't being super authentic or weren't getting to the heart of the matter, I was able to take a breath and come back to my body, come back to the sensation of hearing and seeing and really just take in the experience without taking it personally. So that's definitely a memory that I conjure up when I'm trying to connect to a feeling of mindfulness and patience. Of course, that situation felt manageable because I was dealing with somebody who I had a professional relationship with. It's definitely harder with a loved one. But for each of us, can you come up with some moments in your life when you felt particularly mindful or particularly patient? And it can be something little. It doesn't need to be this big moment, but it can be, oh, in that sit, that time, I was really with my breath. So connecting with this feeling of mindfulness can allow us to feel a sense of patience or to to notice what patience might feel like. Often on the dharma path in our practice we need patience because many of us come to Buddhism looking for some form of peace which at times can feel quite elusive and often when we begin our practice when we get on this path we need to see all of the things getting in the way of the peace. So peace can be really hard to feel and find. And so we need to be patient that we're going in the right direction. Norman Fisher writes, Meditation practice doesn't make your life worse. It makes your life better. But it makes your life better the way most things that are lasting and important do, by a long and circuitous route. That's why we have to stick with it. We need to have patience in the process of this path. Greg Scharf says, it's patience and perseverance and letting go of expectations that are key to this unfolding. So can you see the link between letting go of expectations and patience? Patience is often because we're expecting things to happen in a certain way that even though I have had experience buying cars and know that it is a long process if I'm buying a car from a dealership, still I was getting impatient because I was holding on to some expectation that it was gonna be easier or different this time. So this is a thing that we can notice when impatience arises. Oh, what am I expecting right now? Or what am I hoping for? What agenda do I have? Rebecca Bradshaw says, when we're being patient, We're saying that we trust this process. We trust our practice. We trust that things will unfold as they need to unfold. And that takes a lot of faith, a lot of devotion. So I've talked about the link between patience and acceptance, patience and mindfulness. Then here's another keyword, patience and faith. It's hard to have patience if we don't trust In our process, if we don't trust what's unfolding, I hear other teachers say, oh, yes, in order to reach some connection with metta, I had to first feel all the things blocking the metta. So when I'm impatient doing my metta practice, I can remember what the teachers have said. I can have some faith in the process and I can continue to be patient. I can continue to stick with it. Philip Moffat says, have faith in the gradual approach. We live in a quick fix society with so many things happening so quickly, digital content just available at our fingertips. Notice when the Wi-Fi doesn't work as well as it normally does or something, how quickly we get impatient when the computer has this spinning wheel of death that happens sometimes and all of a sudden it's just like, ah, there's just this like level of inability to be with that moment. So having faith in things unfolding in a natural rhythm, often it's helpful for me to use analogies from nature to help me remember about patience to look at how long it takes a vegetable to sprout from a seed or to look at the way that different trees flower in different moments, watching a bud open and bloom and die, remembering that everything has a process, that my agenda is not helpful, having faith that things will unfold as they need to unfold. And for me, sometimes what I need to do is when something comes up, and there keep being barriers, is I have to walk away and come back to it at a later time or a later day. Some people stick with it and and keep working it out, and some people need to step away. You know what your balance is. I sometimes need to step away in order to continue to be patient. Sometimes sticking with it just gets me more agitated and reactive. And that's so much of our path and so much of our practice is finding ways to be less reactive, to find ways to be more responsive as things unfold, and to take a breath before we choose our, our action or our step, our next step. Tara Brach says, without patience, you may find yourself at war with your own forgetfulness or reactivity. Ajahn Sundara says, patience is key to understanding how fear affects us. With patience, we can witness the mind running through its reactive patterned responses to fear. So noticing the presence of reactivity or activation allows us to notice the lack of patience. When I am honking, when I'm getting sharp with somebody on the phone, when I'm snipping at my dog, I realize that patience is absent when I'm being reactive. Just now, when I sniped at that person for not wearing a mask, I was able to see, oh, I'm impatient because I want to get home and record the podcast. I'm impatient because after I record the podcast, then I can eat my dinner. And I'm impatient because I'm hungry and I want to eat it right now. So I was reactive because I wasn't accepting things as they were. And I wasn't looking at, oh, well, maybe if this is what's the issue, maybe you need to eat before you do your podcast or whatever the choice I might have had in that moment for some agency around my decisions but that reactivity helps point to this lack of patience. So how do I cultivate patience? How do we cultivate patience? Like everything else, it's useful to notice when it's present or absent, useful to notice what the patterns are. Oh, I'm more patient when I'm well rested. Oh, I'm more patient when I am not hungry. Oh, I am less patient when it's very hot or oh, I'm less patient when the air quality is bad and I can't get outside as much as I'd like. So we start to look at our patterns and we start to understand as much as possible conditions that we can create to help support more patients. And then looking at these complementary qualities can be useful. So if patience is absent, oh, can I bring in some acceptance or some mindfulness or some faith? So the example of If I'm sniping at buckwheat, if he barks and I'm getting frustrated that he won't stop barking, acceptance, I can remind myself that he's a young dog. He's still sort of a puppy and still learning things. And it's instinct for him to bark when he hears a noise and he needs to be trained. So if I can accept him for where he is, that helps me be more patient. I can take a few breaths and sink into my body and notice, where is this reactivity? Can I be more patient with him if I'm more settled in my body and my breath? So that's bringing mindfulness. Or I can cultivate some faith by remembering that I've watched dogs change as they grow and learn commands and that over time, he can do that too. So any of those three options, looking at acceptance, mindfulness, or faith, can help me to be more patient, can help me to be less reactive, can help me to be kinder, gentler, more accepting of what is. Here's a roomy poem translated by Daniel Ladinsky. Pick the lock. Being in a hurry throws the key on the ground to a door I want you to enter. If you read my words slowly and out loud, they will help to pick the lock. So I hope you can find some access to patience, some willingness to cultivate this quality that's said to be one of the paramis, one of the ten perfections, one of these beautiful qualities of heart-mind. I did link to an article in the show notes about patience by a teacher I love, Michelle McDonald. She has her own take on it. I highly recommend reading it. And thank you for being here and for listening. I'm so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much for listening. The links are in our show notes. You can find me on Instagram at TowardLight108 and the website is TowardLight.net. If you have any questions or feedback, I'd love to hear from you. Be well.